Welcome to the Summit County HealthCast, a podcast to improve the health and wellness of residents in Summit County, Utah. Join us as we interview local experts, professionals, and more to provide you with the best health and wellness tips Summit County has to offer. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of the Summit County HealthCast. I'm here today with Superintendent Jerry Holmes, the superintendent of the North Summit School District. How's it going today? Great. Good to be and, with you, Jerry. And it, for me, it's Coach Helms, so I'm probably going to refer to you as that as we go through this interview. But give us a little bit of background about how you became the superintendent and your time here in North Summit. Well, I, I never intended to be a superintendent. Um, I, I never aspired to be one, but the opportunity uh, came for me after being at North Summit for nine years as uh, the principal and football and basketball coach, and it was just an opportunity afforded me, and, and here I am. You must be doing a pretty decent job at it because you've just been named the superintendent of the year here in Utah, is that correct? Well, it is, and I, I don't know that I want to take all the accolades for that. It's It's nice to be recognized by my other superintendent colleagues and, and and so that is an honor but anything that that I've received has been because of a lot of people around me I just think that the more you surround yourself with great people the the more success you have and so I guess I'm a product of great people around me and I just feel like I stand on their shoulders and they carry me I think that's very true. There's a lot of great teachers and faculty here at the North Summit School District that definitely work hard to help get students on the right track and ready for life. Absolutely. So one thing they mentioned as I was reading the article, I think it was in the Deseret News, they talked about the eyeswear program that you've kind of been headlining and started. Do you want to tell us what that stands for and what that's about? It mainly stands for inspiring students with empowering adult relationships. And it, it came about as, as of a couple of years ago, and, and I, I try not to refer to it as a program as much as I do a culture. We have students in our district, uh, along with you know other school districts, where kids come to school and, and they're struggling with one thing or another, and, and mental health is on the rise and or at least our our knowledge of it and, and our awareness and we realize that we have kids that come to school every day with some struggles and that they aren't your typical happy-go-lucky student and and we want to focus on those kids who are struggling either with depression anxiety if they're struggling academically for for whatever reason, we want to make sure we put their arm around them and give them the resources and support that they need to to either get out of what they're in or to help them with support through what they're going through. And when you say we, is this teachers and faculty or is this something you work with parents with as well? So our committee is made up of principals, counselors, teachers uh, that that can help us have an influence. But the committee 
we, we filter it down to every teacher. For example, last year we asked every teacher in our district to find that kid who maybe needed that extra support with an adult uh, role model or adult relationship and help them through whatever struggle they were going through. And, and our first year in, the, in this culture, and it's not to say that that, that isn't how it's been. Uh, we just kind of putting a name to something. Yes, and, and and maybe just more of an awareness, realizing that they all can't be what we want them to be. Uh, they all don't come with the same wiring, and we, we've always had great people to care for kids. But this is just more of an awareness and an organized journey, if you will. I think just that awareness with the focus being on it, as you said, it's something that's always been going on, but the awareness, I think, helps people keep their eyes open probably and be a little more cognizant of what's going on around them with their own children and their children's friends and even just the children they see in the community. Right. And I think it, it, it's helping us see kids through different eyes. The, the kid who comes to school and, and has his hoodie pulled up over his head and doesn't want to see anybody. It's easy to, to judge that kid and say you know, he's just an outcast and doesn't want to be a part of the great things we're doing here at the school when in fact he probably does want to be involved and he wants to be to have the normal experience of a student but because of the things going on inside of him or maybe inside of his home just can't right through that and so we're trying to see these kids with different eyes and it's interesting you brought up you talked mentioned wiring last week we interviewed <clears throat> dr brad reedy who's been doing some speaker series with communities that carry on around our communities i asked him a question about specific struggles that utah parents and students have and one thing we discussed was those that you know there's a very certain culture in utah and there, especially in North Summit, even I think you can drill down more to that, where uh, the majority are a certain way and a certain thing. And as you talked about, if you outside of that, it's hard to you're you're on the outside looking in, and it's hard to be a part of that even if you want to be. No doubt, um, and it's interesting that you mentioned Dr. Reed. I went last night to his presentation at the hospital, and first of all, found out what a horrible parent I've been for however many years and, and, and luckily my my kids were able to climb out of that uh, in spite of me but he he said a lot of great things about having to take care of ourselves first to be our best self and it isn't just about trying to understand kids and and their struggles it's it's about understanding ourselves and our potential to help those kids and it, it was enlightening to me and I hope to get to hear him again and I want to read his book but just this awareness of trying to make a better me can really help what we're trying to do with this culture I can be a better influence with kids if I'm a better me and believe in me and and like me and that's ultimately what we're trying to get kids to do but if we're going to be the influencers we have to practice that as well. And I think this is a good segue into, we talked about I swear and being able to help those students. But there's also been a, 
you mentioned, a big push for mental health awareness and just the understanding of it here in the North Summit community. Why don't you talk about some of the other things that the district's been doing? You're part of the Mental Wellness Alliance and been very involved with that. We've had a number of programs here in the community and at the school. Just talk about some of the things that are going on now and why, why there's such an important focus on this. Uh, I think w the, one of the things we're most proud of at this current moment is that uh, we finally now have a, a counselor in our elementary school, and, and we haven't we haven't had that. We've we've done some sharing with the middle school, but we wanted someone who was tied to the elementary. Uh, we know that sadly we have kids even at that young of an age who who have struggles who suffer with anxiety and, and, and all of the mental health issues that, that we talk about. But having someone there to be their advocate, uh, I think, is going to be huge for us. We are currently waiting for Valley Mental Health to, to hire our new therapist. We, we lost Carly last year, who went to the Park City School District, and, and we absolutely loved her and the work that she did with all three of our buildings uh, and those kids who needed her and and so we're excited to get that new person on we just realized that more than ever we need therapists you know there it, there's there was that stigma years ago of you know you just need to gut it up and and get through this and and be tougher and 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 now we've learned through this alliance that, that you and i are both a part of that Mental illness is no different than the flu or cancer or or whatever physical illness, and and that there are treatments for kids and for adults, and so we're we've been happy to be a part of a lot of programs. We have the Hope Squad. We we've had speakers come in and and talk to us about this awareness, both to our adults and to our kids. Uh, I think it's as important for kids to know that what they're going through is is okay and, and that we can maybe help them get through that. And it's also important for them to be aware of their friends or their peers who may, may seem a little off to them, that there might be a reason. It's not just that they're weird. They might have uh, a mental illness. And so the awareness piece, I think, has been outstanding with our alliance and, and the the opportunities that have been afforded us through that. And I know you've been actively involved with that. And that, we have the Frontline Blue Line coming up in November. We started that last year where our local law enforcement comes in and trains parents. That was a huge event. Frontline Blue Line actually kicked off for the first time ever here in North Summit and really, I think, defied expectations Absolutely. across the county, not just in the, this school district. Yeah, we, we set the bar and, and you know, it, it doesn't mean that we didn't offer incentives to get those parents here. And, and you know, we offered some extra credit. Some of the teachers did. But I think this year will be as successful, not because of those incentives. It's because parents walked away from that meeting last year, I think, with, with some tools for their own homes. I think some self-awareness of you know th these things are going on even in our communities and so we're just thrilled that we're going to have that back this year and, and we'll expect 
500 people again like we had last year hopefully and we certainly hope we get those people out and also just involved with all the other things that are going on in the district and at the county level so shifting gears a little bit we've talked about mental health quite a bit let's talk just about health and wellness in general with students and some of the things the district is doing to promote that you hear on the news all the time that Childhood obesity is on the rise. Kids are glued to their cell phones and not getting out and being active. So what are some initiatives that the district's working on or at the individual, the high school, middle school, and elementary levels to promote fitness and just well-being? Well, we, we obviously have PE programs in, in each of our, in, in our buildings and, and, and we're, we're really trying to, to make that an active uh, period. It, it's, it's, you know, it's one thing to try to get students to even dress down for PE. And, and I think you even remember when you were in high school that there were those kids who just didn't want to do that. Our emphasis isn't as much on getting them there in their PE clothes as it is getting them outside and, and learning some lifetime skills. Uh, even we, we may even see before this interview is over with, uh, Mr. Pett coming down the hill with one of his PE classes to go on their two-mile hike or whatever they do. But it's, I think it's because of what you say, the, the obesity, and, and, and it's not just an adult thing anymore. That, that used to be, that's what adults struggled with, and now it's, it's a child thing, and, and we're trying to promote some healthy practices along with nutrition and, and you know I think we, what we need, need to do a better job of is helping all of our parents. I need better uh, instruction on nutrition uh, for my own well-being. And, and the other thing we've tried to promote uh, through our health insurance provider is they've, they provide incentives and so we have a wellness program for our staff. Uh, Mrs. Julie Marsh runs that for us and as you know her, uh, she's a go-getter and, and she provides activities for us each month to, to motivate us to, to do that. And, and, and PEHP actually provides cash incentives for our people who do that. And, and we feel like if, if we're healthier, if we're watching what we eat and we're, we're demonstrating a desire to exercise that we can have that filter to our kids. And I'm sure part of that will even filter from them to their parents as well and just the community hopefully. in general. Hopefully yes. that's the goal. Let's talk about looking forward over the next 10 years, some challenges that you think the district and that students in general, but specifically at North Summit might face or some challenges, not necessarily bad things, but just things that you see coming up in the future that the district is preparing for and are aware of. Well, that's a hard thing to predict because if we could go back 10 years, I never would have dreamed that technology would be where it is today. And, and to, to try to visualize where it'll be 10 years from now uh, it is hard for me to even comprehend. But I think what we do know is there will be even more of a pull for kids to be in front of their phones uh, or maybe it won't even be phones. Uh, we've now moved to the Virtual watch reality. And, and yeah, we'll just be wearing suits and who knows what that will be. But whatever it is, it will probably be a pull from 
um, social interaction, a pull from physical activity, uh, a pull from what we would deem as good, healthy lifestyle. So I think our, our biggest challenge will be to, to promote a balance. Certainly we don't want to keep our students and, and our people in this community away from modern technology and, and all the advances, but I think we have to, we really have to stress balance and, and how we go about that is going to be uh, the next trick. But, you know, even though we, we do the, the one-to-one device uh, for our, our kids, our, our fifth through 12th graders all have their own device. Uh, the younger grades don't take them home, but our older kids do. We have uh, iPads in the elementary, and we have uh, those available to them. Obviously, they don't take those home, but we are promoting technology because we want our kids to be prepared. But but the other part of our challenge is to, to help them understand that this doesn't replace a teacher. This doesn't replace social interaction. Most probably don't know, but I, I now coach the girls basketball. And one of my big concerns was getting on the bus and having all this noise. Like when you were in school, it was, it was noisier on the bus right. with you guys. And I thought with these girls, it's going to be just a nightmare. Well, they all have their phone, and it feels like church on the bus because <laughs> they're each on their phones. And, and while that was nice for me to to have, I, I realized that, that we're missing out on a lot of just socializing and, and the importance of that and, and communicating with our mouths rather, rather than with our thumbs. And so we have a huge challenge ahead of us. And it's interesting, you know, we... I came in here and we talked about the questions we'd go through, and I talked about this 10-year question. And as you were saying that, I was thinking 10 years ago, I was a senior in high school, and this is going to date me a little bit for some <laughs> listeners, but I mean, the fanciest piece of technology we had was, I think, the iPod Touch had just came out. But you're right, it's just completely changed in that 10-year period, the whole, I think, teen culture and student culture with technology and how we communicate with one another. One thing that jumped up when you started talking about sports a little bit was, and I'm going to throw this in here as an extra question, was how do you feel that sports are changing? You've been involved with athletics for all of your career. How do you see sports changing, maybe participation, and just the differences in sport with technology and with these students and where you think it will be in 10 years regarding high school athletics? I, th- I think we've, we've done a better job of recognizing injury over, over the last several years. We, we've always had the luxury of having Doug Tool uh, as our trainer and, and now he's uh, given that up and, and now we, we have others that are, that are having to come in and, and, and help our kids with injuries. But as you know, the, the, the bigger focus is on concussions. Well, we know that it's not just a football injury. Concussions can happen without even hitting someone. So that part changes the whole dynamic of, of all sports. Um, but as much of a concern as I have with concussions, I have almost an equal concern about participation. I, I, I worry that, um, and it's not just here, it's everywhere, that the percentage of kids participating in sports may not, it may be declining. 
and and a lot may have to do with technology and it's just easier to to play video games it's easier to only have to be accountable to yourself on this device the participation concerns me i am extremely concerned about concussions even though we are so much smarter now than we were even back when i was coaching you in football about concussions and and how to manage those we've made helmets so good that players think they can use those as weapons rather than as a protection and i think we're getting back to that with instruction of our coaches and and they understand and kids are now understanding that these aren't to be used as the when they say use your head it's not to spare somebody (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're trying to get them to think better and, and uh I don't know if I ever said that to you. You're pretty smart, but uh, I, I had to say that to several players. But you're right. We, we've got to do better with that. But but I think there's so much value in participation, not just the physical activity, but learning to work as a team. Uh, I think there are so many lessons after school that can be learned on the field or on the court or in the pool or on the mat that are hard to learn in the classroom. It's a vital part of our education. We've got to keep kids interested. And one thing you mentioned is talking about just the video games. And like you said, it's, it's a lot easier to hit reset on that. And it takes a lot less, you know, overall effort if things don't go well playing a video game than if you are actually exerting yourself. And it goes back to the old cliche of all the things you can say about sports making you a better person. But... I think you really you really don't get that discipline from a video game and certainly some things can be supplemented in other ways but there are a lot of things that without putting in that effort that you just don't get from being on the couch. Well, I like your point about you can hit reset. And I, and I think that is a is a parallel to um some of the struggles that businesses are facing today. Kids, if they don't if they don't like the job, they quit. And maybe they've learned that from the reset button. They want to make an influence right now or an impact on their job and, and they they maybe don't understand that you have to work your way up uh, before you have that, that major impact. And yeah, I, I I think the and you're a millennial, you found a way to fight through that, but Spent three years before I was a starter getting beat up pretty good. It's, it's a lesson I've taken with me for a long time. Sometimes you got to stick with stuff, even if it's not the greatest. But yeah, it, it's it's hard. And so, yeah, I, I like your example of the reset button, and and, and we've got to teach kids that there are reset buttons in life. Thank heavens, but there are also times when you have to plug through and finish the game. I think that was a good place to end, but I'm still going to ask you if, if there's one thing you want to recap or summarize or just leave people with from this interview, anything we've talked about, what would it be? Well, I think our awareness of, of life as it is today, uh, we're, we're still learning. As veteran educators, we are still learning how to deal with kids and to help them be better. And because we're, we're more aware of mental illness, I think it's only going to make us better. And and I appreciate our county and, and their efforts in trying to make all of us aware that this is it's a reality and we have to deal with it. And it's not as simple as just sucking it up.
Thanks so much, Coach. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Summit County HealthCast. For news, program information, and more, visit us at summitcountyhealth.org. Stay healthy, Summit County.